Sizwe Pamla, Ocha Kabula Kola Kosatu, Ro Amarela Mokotela FM, Ibile Rere Tobela. Hi, Sizwe. Hi. Sizwe, welcome to our afternoon drive on Tobela FM. Hey, afternoon to you and afternoon to all Let's look at uh, the BIG. According to the World Bank, South Africa remains the most economically unequal country in the world, even more divided now than it was in 1994. Why is South Africa economically unequal country? Well, because uh, the system was designed uh, to ensure that people are unequal. Since no one has uh, fitted with that system, everyone... Uh, all the policy makers and decision makers have decided to leave it intact. So the results have been uh, out there for all of us to see. I mean, our system was not an accident. It was designed. Uh, our education system was never meant for us as black people in particular to be uh, economic participants, actively participate in the economy. And no one has really fixed our education system. You can look at the skills locations that we are currently experiencing. And also, um, the globalization has really had a lot to do with this. Our economy, uh, after 1994, was an economy that was under sanctions. And uh, when we were coming out of those sanctions, the world was moving. And we were in, in no position to play catch-up. So no one has done anything to really ensure that we become part of the global economy, mainstream economy. And uh, so the chickens are coming home to roost. So if you want to... To, to, to know who to or really show that this responsibility is the policymakers and decision makers uh, who have studied this, who understand uh, why we are where we are, they have decided to do nothing about it. Hmm. So, from what you're saying, Sizwe, would you attribute the past week's looting to the product of South African economics? I say that again? Uh, from what was happening from last week, the looting, would you attribute this to the South African economics? Yes, I mean, if you look at Kosaku literature for the last two decades, mm-hmm. we've been talking about the ticking time bomb. Uh, this is what we meant. Uh, forget the catalyst, forget the trigger. Uh, of course, our politics is noisy. Our politics is uh, uh, problematic. So it was always going to be politics in, in our situation. But uh, the situation has been there for all to, to, to see. Kosaku has been talking about a trigger to say you cannot have a situation where millions of South Africans are watching their dreams pass them by. We have uh, these townships that apartheid designed. Mm. And what uh, the, 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 the post stations have done, okay. <laughs> the townships are poorly serviced. There's like traps in these townships and they've got nothing to do. 73% of young people who are unemployed have got no matric certificate. So yeah. if you are having 
so an army of young people who, ha- who are hopeless, who don't have any hope for the future. They have nothing to lose. So they don't need a lot for them to be triggered to do what we saw happening in this country. So really, uh, our economic situation, the way it has been designed, uh, is really the reason why we find ourselves uh, facing this kind of uh, riot and, and catastrophe. So, so for the basic income grant to be granted, where do you think the government will get the money? Well, the money is there. Okay. Uh, it's just a question of the reallocation. Oh. For an example, if our government were to just take a decision uh, to say, look, let us put a moratorium mm-hmm. and, on using consultants. Uh, consultants in, at a municipal level. Okay. At a provincial government level, at a national government level, uh, with the SOEs, you just stop consulting. You, you then look at what the Auditor uh, uh, General has been saying that you spend on average 32 billion mm. on consulting, and you've got nothing to show for it. Mm. So that is actually the money that can easily be saved because we have been paying consultants to do literally nothing. So if we can uh, uh, put a moratorium, we'll be able to redirect that money to make sure that he pays for uh, uh, the, 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 the unemployed who really are disparate for this basic income grant. Okay, okay. Okay, Cesar, uh, thank you so much. Let's let's get down to this part. Uh, do you think government lacks the willpower to implement basic income grant? The use of the basic income grant is as old as the democracy itself. Uh, we've been talking about this. It's the same as the phrase must fall when it happened. Uh, young people didn't come with the idea of free education. The issue of free education was something that was promised to them. But it took uh, for them to actually shut down the higher education sector and demand that it be implemented, even in this instance. Uh, the, 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 the ANC administration of uh, post-1994 did promise the issue of basic income grants because we're talking about the social safety net to say you just cannot have, as a country, so many millions of people are falling, uh, falling through the cracks. So the issue of the basic income country is long overdue. It's something that we should have actually prioritized because at the end of the day, like I said, this is a system that uh, was designed. So these people are not really lazy. These people, they are doing everything. These young people have gone to school. They have studied uh, following the curriculum that the country has Now they are sitting at home with no job. Policymakers and decision makers have decided that they are not going to tamper with the economic system of this country. And as a result, many of these people are on the periphery of the mainstream economy. Even the survivalist economy of this country has collapsed because when we talk about budgets, we never talk about township economy, we never talk about rural economy, but we talk about what incentives to give to the uh, well-established uh, companies. So the issue of the basic income is long over. Okay, I, I know that quite a number of people have a challenge, you know, differentiating between the ruling party and government. Uh, because you are much closer to the ruling party, can't we see just a little bit of your influence in making sure that this is implemented and people get to benefit from it? Uh, 
when they, over the last what, 25 years to 30 years, we have learned that uh, our influence is there, but our influence uh, is, is also uh, limited. We don't have the kind of power that, as a federation of workers, that we would like or that we wish we had. Because the issue of the basic income grant, the fact that it has been on the table, the fact that no one has forgotten about it is because uh, we've been going into all the, the, the platforms, reminding people. If you remember, uh, seven years ago, we talked about comprehensive social security uh, uh, system, that we need to proceed with the issue of the, the comprehensive social security system. It includes the annuitization of pension funds, the, the, the introduction of the basic income grant. So we have done our role. Uh, uh, we, we continue to, to remind people at NetLab, we continue to remind people at an alliance level, but the reality is that as a trade union federation, we have learned over the last couple of years that if your partners lack the political will to really implement some of the policies that you have uh, adopted collectively, then you are going to have this gap that you are currently experiencing. Sadly, uh, we have to admit that there's been a lack of a political will from our partners uh, to really uh, decisively implement some of the resolutions that have been adopted. Because the ANC doesn't even need to go to a policy conference to adopt anything. Mm-hmm. If, if, all the ANC needs to do is to open its literature and say resolution 123 actually calls for the implementation of the basic income class. That's what is said about this, is that we've talked about it, we've resolved on it, we have uh, positions on it. The problem is that there's no political will. When there's no political will, there's very little that you can do, especially when you are a trade union federation, whether you are allied to the political or not. Well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. As the spokesperson for COSATO, thank you for coming through to our show and radio channel FM. Well, just nice having you, my man. Thank you. Let's <laughs> <laughs>